Let's get an expert's opinion on this. SEN tennis commentator Louise Fleming is on the line. Good morning, Louise. G'day, how are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for your time. What did you make of last night? Um, a man on a mission, I reckon, is probably the best description I've heard of what Novak was up to over the last two weeks, and it culminated in that final straight sets win. Yeah, man on a mission. He sounds a little bit like Tom Cruise, doesn't he? But, um, <laughs> no, phenomenal. He, he's almost in cruise control the whole way through the match, and then he sniffs an opportunity or it's a pressure point, and then he just builds, and then he just rips a big forehand or he just lifts. He's, he's got this ability just to, just to stay there, just to keep running, to keep moving, to keep putting pressure. It's the mental toughness. And then all of a sudden, he just lifts and he just like absolutely punches his opponent in the brain because it's like, how do you keep doing this? You think he kind of limpers a little bit. You think he just walks a slower for a minute. And then he lifts again. You you can't read the guy. He's just phenomenal. And he never goes away. And I think he's got some eternal flame. He's, he's really got something driving him at the moment. I think there's certainly there was a bit of extra fire from the belly from last year. The taste of um, missing out the Australian Open. All of that, I think, really drove him this year. A hundred percent. And it's it doesn't seem as though it's an up yours, really. It just seems as though, okay, I, I want to make a statement because I'm the number I'm the best player in the world at the moment. He's now number one, or he will be when the rankings get rejigged this morning. But it, it it's more of a statement of domination. So I guess I, the the question for me, Louise, was Sitsipas has seen this firsthand. He knows that at the other end, Djokovic is just a brick wall. And he knows that he's been red hot throughout this tournament. So if you sit surpass, do you throw anything different last night to what he did? Or, or did he just have to go to a different level and couldn't get there at the moment? Yeah, I think, how do you red line for what could be three, four, five sets? I think that's the hardest, you know, that's the hardest thing to kind of think. You know, Novak is just a, a machine gun. Like he's just, you know, he can just kind of shoot bullets when he needs to. But he has this level of play that he can sustain. He could probably do that for about a week. He just hit balls, hit balls, hit balls. And then when he has to lift, I think the guys, you know, there's a couple of guys out there that have got more firepower. And I, I think you mentioned one before, that's Alcaraz. I mean, mm. Alcaraz on his best day, I think he can come out and just blow anyone off the court. He's physically huge, this guy. The ball just comes off the racket so big. He's got so much power. Um, the heaviness of shot is what's going to hurt Novak. But who can hit that heaviness and have that that level of play and that level of, um, you know, red lining for that amount of time? And I just think Sitsipas can't. Physically, he's unbelievable, Sitsipas. Um, you know, he's six foot four. He's got shoulders bigger than, you know, Adonis. He's amazing. But he just falters that little bit. Uh, when needed, and and that's where Novak's just got that mental toughness that just seems just unbreakable. Um, so it's, get, it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, well, absolutely. And they they've been trying to crack the nut for so long. And and then if you go back even further and you look at the way that Federer and the way that Rafael and then the way that Djokovic have known how to be right for the first major, and to me this has been critical because. It's the first Grand Slam of the year. It comes off the back of a pretty short turnaround. And the best in the world know how to be right at the best time, even if they're carrying injuries. So 
I reckon what they take in is not just their skill level and the fact that they've been there before, but they know how to deal with everything else. And do you reckon that's the key for the youngsters coming through? For a Sitsi Pass, for instance, to know how to be yeah. absolutely bang on now, not at the end of the season. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, and I think if you look at the women's tennis, that kind of has that message as well. I think the beginning of the year, the Australian Open for me is the biggest equaliser we said the whole year because no one's coming off the back of all that confidence. So Eager didn't look great. Angebert just looked really under underprepared, absolutely. Um, you know, Garcia coming off the end of a great year, then not doing well at the beginning of the year. It is about managing, isn't it, that... Um, that kind of, you know, how you want to build up and, and the good guys, I guess, you know, but when, when you're great and you have that level of confidence, you just know how to tap into it. How do you do something that you've never done? So Sitsipas just is not, he hasn't won a Grand Slam yet. He's been dreaming about it. He's trying to, you know, think, how can I improve? How do I hit a bigger serve? You know, how do I dominate a little bit more off the backhand? The backhand, like Roger Federer, some of the guys could get that ball up high and heavy and hurt him a little bit on that backhand. And Novak can just penetrate through the court. He just knows how to take time away from these guys. I think he's, it's like he's got a formula in his, his, um, in his brain. It's like there's uh, machinations. It's just, just churning over of what to do. How do I apply pressure at the right time? Um, so I don't know. He's, he's just got this brain that can assess situations. And, and maybe the other guys just still get a little bit emotional uh, at the wrong time and maybe that drains you. I'd love to be, you know, they have all these heart monitors and they have all these kind of things that you can test your pulse and your heart rate. I want to get some things that are put on these guys' brains and just check their brainwaves <laughs> under pressure because I think it's just like, he's just flatlined. I, I just think, you know, you wouldn't just see the twitch. It just would be like, yep, calm. Break point, yeah. no worries, I'm going to do this. And yeah. I think that, that level of confidence just takes you somewhere else. Jeez, it'd be like the stock market, like, you know, boom or bust, I reckon. You'd be riding it like crazy. <laughs> so have you have you got a number in mind? You've probably heard us, you know, going through those numbers. Have you got a number in mind where Novak ends equal with Rafa on 22, um, heading towards the age of 36? Where do you think it, it finishes number-wise? Yeah, look, I, I think physically what he's doing with his body, his mindfulness, his cryotherapy, he's, I mean, all day, I spoke to his driver the other day and he said, oh, he's just going to a cryotherapy at the moment. So he's doing ice then and he's doing this then. And then he goes, he's, he's got, he's literally got so many things that he's looking after his body. So I think, um, yeah, I think that he's got a lot of years left with the physicality. And I think he's probably going to get, I would say, Another eight. I reckon he's going to hit. He's going to tap on 30. Okay. Yeah. 30, 30 for me would be there if the US Open was in play. So I think that's going to be the the biggest asterisk out of that. We, we sort of don't know where that's going to head. And you, you spoke about those trying to do something that they haven't done before. And that was Sitsipas last night trying to break through that barrier. Arena Sabalenka managed to do something that she'd never done before. Her performance was fantastic. I thought the women's final was extraordinary. But to drop the only set of the year in the final, that's the only set that she's dropped in 2023, and then fight back and and dominate Elena Rybakina, who's been there before and won Wimbledon last year. What's the trajectory now for Arena Sabalenka? 
No, I think it's going to be good. Uh, she went into that final, though, knowing that she'd been beaten uh, Rubakina a couple of times, you know, three times, in fact, and each time it was in three sets. So the in two of the previous ones, she had lost a, a set against Rubakina. Uh, so I think, you know, she didn't panic. The The panic button for me was possibly that she threw those double faults in five in the first set. So that was a bit of a worry for me. Her trajectory is going to be great. She's going to have a fabulous 2023. There's no question about it. There's plenty of power behind that racket. Yeah, she's an absolute rock star. Good on you, Louise. Thank you for that. Um, An incredible two weeks. Thank you. And thanks for your number as well. 30 is the number that you've got. Louise Fleming joining us there. Let me know your say, 0457 736 736. Uh, Mr. Quintessential's got a good take on it. He says, Maddie, for the last two weeks, we kept hearing the AO was missing star power. The men's final was the best two in the world. The women's, one of the best of recent. Maybe we talked people out of watching it. Well, still plenty of people were watching it. Plenty of people. More people than watching anything else on the box at that time. But you might be right. And look, I think whilst last night went down in straight sets we end up with a player who's the best of his generation, especially at this tournament, um, who ends up equal with the best of all time at the moment in major titles. I mean, it all culminated in the way that it's meant to, with everything on the line. And Sabalenka's uh, final win over Rybakina in the women's final was extraordinary, plus the men's doubles. So there were always going to be storylines. It doesn't matter who pulls out. There's already there's always somebody who will step up and step in. We're down at the Sporting Globe, King Street Wharf in Sydney. If you're passing on by, if you're having a late start this morning on your way into work or you need a coffee, you need a hit, come and check in with us. Philadelphia 28 points to 7 leads San Francisco. The race towards the Super Bowl is down to the final four. So at the moment, the Eagles are heading that way.